FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Sean Lee. Hello, I'm Freckles. You are Freckles, and we are the Two Wild Orchids today. Miss Monica is not with us because I have commandeered a submissive in response to your questions. You have been asking me since we did episode 11 with Madam A, the episode that's called I Only Let Him Come Once a Month. If you have not listened to that episode, you should check out that episode. But to be clear, Freckles, you are not Madam A's slave that we talked about. I am not Madam A's slave, no. Okay. But you do know Madam A. I do. I serve Madam A and the Femdom Collective that you talked about in your podcast with her. Yes, the Femdom Collective. So the Female Dominant Collective. You know what? Let's Because you opened it there, that's a great place mm-hmm. to start. To remind everyone... Madame A has a full-time 24-7 total power exchange slave yes. that is not allowed to wear clothes in the house or use the furniture. Mm-hmm. And she is a, I think she called herself a lazy sadist. And so I thought that was very funny. But you serve her in a different capacity. Yes. The main ways I serve her and the collective as a whole is I usually help set up for parties. Or in, for some examples, I might need to help them with tasks around the house. Uh, if one of them has like a Christmas party, for example, I will go over to their house and help take down the tree. Oh, my God. We, <laughs> I took down the tree for the first time last year, and it was pine needles everywhere on the floor. And so did and, you have to clean them up? Oh, of course. Okay, of course. so let's pause because as mm-hmm. you sit here, I mean, obviously you're not a female. You can tell no, from your voice. I have genitals. And mm-hmm. you have genitals. <laughs> yeah. I have genitals too, yeah. but mine are different. Very true. Very true. <laughs> okay. But one of the things as we as we did this show and people have asked us about mm-hmm. the Madame A, is there were so many things that she talked about that her slave did for her. And that's mm-hmm. what you're describing. You're describing service. I mean, mm-hmm. we're just we're just going diving right into this. And so let's back up a second because I think many people like comments that I got, I, I took some notes, right? Mm-hmm. One person, no way I could do that. Another one was no fucking way. And another one is it's easy to see what she gets out of it. What does he get out of it? And so even though you're not her submissive, you come from that same heart. If you, mm-hmm. Is that right? Okay. Yes. So first of all, let's be clear. You're pretty young. Yes, I am 22 years old. You're like a baby. I am. My son is older. You realize, like, I could turn you over my knee. There was a time in our lives I could have spanked you and it would have been normal. That's true. If you want to spank now, we'll talk afterwards. No, about negotiations. <laughs> Everything's negotiable. So at 22 years old, Let's back up. When did you know that you wanted to serve to to be submissive? So I grew up in a household where females had the power and I didn't have much male support. And that's not a bad thing. Okay. I learned that female empowerment can be a positive thing. Okay. And I I am known as a natural submissive. So what that means is I don't have a dominant other side to myself. So it's not like I'm a CEO and I need to let off some steam. Well, 22, you better not be. Oh, no. Oh, no, you actually, you could be if you started your business now, right? That's true. Um, but so I'm very naturally submissive. So in my everyday life, I like to serve, whether that be um, taking, down the, my, Christmas taking tree. down the Christmas tree okay. or, you know, having this interview is the kind of service that I'm doing towards you. Right. And I appreciate it. When I think about couples and I think mm-hmm. about relationships at 22 years old, so like I said, my son is similar in age range. Is there an imbalance? What's that like for you? Let's back up. So you have a, a girl who's about your age. You go on a mm-hmm. vanilla date and you're naturally submissive. What is that like for you? I'm going to say it's a little bit strange for them and not for me. Because, oh, okay. This is because good. I'm confident in my submission. Okay. But they're not confident in being 
the dominant, the top. And I'm not forcing this on them. I might suggest saying, hey, I lean on the submissive side. How do you feel about that? I okay. like to understand that they are comfortable because that's I think that's sexy is when people understand what you like. So let's pause there because mm-hmm. you're saying you're comfortable in your submission. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I don't worry what people think. You know, I'm not worried what a man might say. Oh, you're submissive. You know, that's very less of a man. Less let's of just, a let's man. Let's just lay it on the table. There right? we go. Because uh-huh. I heard that in the dominant roundtables that there's some, let's call it fodder in the mm-hmm. in the kink community mm-hmm. from dominant men that submissive men are less manly. Yes. But it seems like being a submissive is not easy. Oh no, it's not for the weak. It's for people who know their worth, and it's for people who understand that they have a service to give. Okay, let's. I want to just think about that. It's for people mm-hmm. who know their worth and for people who know they have a service to give. Mm-hmm. So that's saying that I know that I can show up in this world and I can serve you and I can do everything I can do to make your life mm-hmm. easier and yes. that feeds something in me. Yes, it does. If it's, it's, okay. it's a piece of gratitude because I understand being a submissive male doesn't look like it has many perks. That is what everybody said to me. They were like, how, what is he doing? And how does he, you know, why does he let her do this? And yeah, so mm-hmm. well, what are the perks of being a submissive male? It's going to be different for everyone. And for what I take away from it is I learn skills to be a better husband. Okay. You know, how to be a better boyfriend. Okay. And it's just skills that I like to learn from other people. I'm a learner. Okay. And so if I can give service that people appreciate okay. and I can learn basic skills and I don't need my laundry to be done for me, I'll do it for other people. Because you can come over and do my laundry anytime you want. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm going to pause you because I want to make sure mm-hmm. everyone heard that. So you just said, I don't need to do my laundry. I don't, other people do my laundry for me. I can do it for other people. Do you know how many women are listening to this right now going, can I get his number? So uh, there's so many things I want to cover and I don't want to go in, in a shotgun because that's what it feels like here. I, because mm-hmm. you have so many things to say and such good information. But when I interviewed Madam A, you know, one of the things she talked about was that it was very consensual. Mm-hmm. Everything is negotiable. Okay. Everything. I'm not doing this against my will. Right. Everything I'm choosing to do for service is because I want to. It's because it's in my heart. Um, what I like to tell people is I am serving from my heart and not from what I truly physically get out of it. I've had days where I serve and I don't get anything. I just get it. You did fantastic freckles. Thank you. What do you okay. So what do you mean when you say you don't get anything? So you mean in terms of you don't get any monetary compensation, any, you don't yep. get any sexual play, no sexual. Yeah, you no. don't get you get you get a pat on the back and thanks so much. Yeah, and that feels like it feels it's gratitude. It's it feels like appreciation. It feels like appreciation. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, and so that feeds something in you. That feeds that I'm doing a good job and I and should continue what I'm doing because it's what people want. It's what I'm good at doing. It helps me build different skills. I know when I saw. When I first started going to any of the kink events mm-hmm. and I saw some of the things that you see, you wonder if someone's being taken advantage of. So let's let's pause there because you're 22 years old. Yes. And if you were my son and you were serving a dame who was having you clean up her Christmas tree needles, I might as a mom and as a parent feel like you're being taken advantage of. That is a very fair statement. Okay. Um, funny story. So last year when I was cleaning out my college dorm room mm-hmm. i have what is called a kinky bag Ooh, it's my bag got a kinky my bag. bag full of strap-ons full full of the, the full nine yards the stuff that you have to have a friend to, to yes get hold oh my god yes <laughs> yes the, friend, the, the family heirlooms okay family, family heirlooms, heirlooms that yes. you want them to know about okay. exactly and my parents are very loving and they're like 
Freckles, we're going to help clean out your dorm room. And I'm oh like, okay, cool. And me being me, of course, I forget about the kinky bag, right? Right. And so they, they found it. Oh and I came into the room and they're like, Freckles, what bag is this? I'm okay. like, so wait, mom and dad found your strap-ons. Let me just, let me just. Yes, they thing. found my, they didn't pull them out. Ugh. They found the bag. Okay. okay. And, and for me, you know, I'm not a very stressed out person, but oh my God, I could have grown a full head of gray hair. I was, <laughs> I, I was so stressed out because. Mom and dad are sitting there with your kinky bag. That's like, like getting de-pantsed in public. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In front of your great grandparents. Oh and, my God. Oh so yeah. What did you say? I started freaking out. Um, but, you know, I tried to explain them, you know, this is what I do in my free time. And then they started like, this is what you do in your free time. You don't study. And I'm like, of course, <laughs> of course I study. It's just, you know, everyone needs their club. This is just. This is my club. It's my club that we have fun, some fun activities now and then, oh. you know. And so it took them about three months when I, when I went back to California for the mm-hmm. summer, of mm-hmm. course. And it took that. It took a lot of explaining. It took a lot of like, I'm not getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Everything's consensual. And I'm telling them, this is what I need to be me. And this is what I need to be me. Okay. I want to just sit with that. A second. Mm-hmm. This is what I need to be me. Cause that's a really strong statement from someone. And I keep bringing up your age only mm-hmm. because this is a conversation that if somebody had had with me at 22, I would have been like, I don't know anything. Or no. at least I would like to think I didn't. It took me, I've been myself for about two years. And it, been, it, I went to, two years. Okay. for one full year, I went to an event once a week. Okay. Um, different events. So I met people. I'm very social. I'm a very social butterfly. And if you guys, I went to a munch. And okay. that's and where. Define what a munch is. A munch, if you guys don't know, a munch is a gathering, usually around food, where you wear vanilla clothes, so regular clothes, and you eat food and have a good time with kinky people in a non-sexual way. Sounds like a cocktail party. Yeah. Cocktail party, but okay. with all your kinky friends. All right. A cocktail um, party for kinky friends. Mm-hmm. All right. So you said, this is what it takes to be me. That's interesting because when I, so Madam A's slave, mm-hmm. he and I had a private conversation that, that I did not record. But one of the things that he said to me was, he said, I had a choice where I had to decide if I wanted to live for the way my family expected me to live, or if I wanted to live for me. And, and he said, and I, they had a blueprint for what they thought my life should look like. And I had a blueprint for what I thought my life should look like. And mm-hmm. he picked his blueprint. And that's basically what you're saying. Yes. Okay. So let's go back for a second because I, I don't want to gloss too much over mom and dad's reaction here. So I know my son has a kinky bag. Okay. We call it the backpack. Mom, don't pick up that backpack. I know. Yes. I don't want to know what's in the backpack. I don't want to see what's in the backpack. I'm a fairly mm-hmm. open mm-hmm. sexual person. But it's different when it's your kid. Yes. So... The way we kind of segued into that, though, was the idea that you were getting taken advantage of. So yes. is that something mom and, and dad so thought? That's what they thought until I explained to them and I sent them articles. I told them from the heart. I told them this is what I like and this is, you know, I want them to do some research on it because parents be parents. They like to side on their side. And Yes. And, and so, as a parent, I get that. Yes. Yeah. And my mom's really good about it. Dad you know? has a harder time. He doesn't. He doesn't scold me about it he just forgets about it i'm okay with that if that's okay. the case okay. um and now my mom's like so like how are your kinky friends doing and i'm like <laughs> i'm like mom, job, you can, mom you can meet one if you want great <laughs> job mom a great I'm, I'm so proud of her yeah so proud of her so my son's gay and yes. when he came out one of the questions he was 14 and mm-hmm. one of the questions i asked people was okay what do i do here because i don't want to fuck it up right i did not want to mess up this really 
pivotal pivotal mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And so a gay male friend of mine who was an adult said to me, make it cool so that someday you can have that conversation. Does, do, do you play, do you think, you know, that guy across the room plays for your team or mine? And that's kind of what we've done. And so it's been very open. I love your mom. She's winning cool sports. Very, that's very, my mom's not that cool. She's, you're She'll pretty cool. You're pretty cool. She'll but. get there. You know, okay. you just told her. I mean, you've only been that's there two true. years. That's How true. long has mom known? Probably four months. Okay. So yeah, give her, give her a break. I knew my kid was gay like from five. Like when he came out, the only one was who was shocked was him. So when you're talking about service and you're talking mm-hmm. about serving the Femdom Collective, you yes. mentioned that you take care of parties for them and you clean up for them. And so somebody said to me, and you're going to love this because um, this is a sex podcast. And somebody said to me the other day, I was I was actually talking about the fact that I was going to be interviewing you, that it must be that, that the submissive must be getting, and I wrote this down because I want it exact, must be getting their jollies when they're serving you. There's got to be some type of sexual reclamation in for you in order for you to be cleaning up pine needles. Okay, so fun fact, I've had less sex since I've been in the lifestyle from when I was out of it. Okay, and- wait, hold on, pause. You had less sex? Yes. Okay, I'm, so so mom and dad, we found the strap-on bag, but don't worry, he's not getting fucked. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. It takes two people to it, cause that. Yes, okay. it does. Yeah. So I get that there's mm-hmm. a hard payoff, like mm-hmm. I'm in, mm-hmm. but let's talk about the sex part of it. Okay. Because mom and dad found the kinky bag, and you're saying you have less sex since you've been in the, the, the kinky mm-hmm. community. Since I became very picky since I've been in the lifestyle. So, okay. like... If I go on a date with someone, I need to see some kind of dot. If I'm on a vanilla date, like let's say I go on Bumble or something like that, right? You know, I would. I got banned from Bumble recently. Good for you. Where'd you go? <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's, it's a mile. Gotta, it's a milestone. It's a milestone. Oh, like well. go ahead. So anyway, okay. go on a regular so, Bumble date. You know, I need to get the the dom- at least the switchy vibe. Okay, you know? so let's pause because because our, our audience doesn't always know what we mean. Okay, so so when we're talking about the king community, we have the dominance or the masters, depending mm-hmm. on how how it's how it's labeled, mm-hmm. right? And we have the submissives or the slaves, depending yes. on how it's labeled. And then you have people who feel like they can go either way, mm-hmm. and those are switches. They are switches. Yes, okay. they are. So you're saying they have to have at least a switchy vibe. Yes. Okay. M- meaning that they can be dominant and submissive. Okay. Now, I'm the submissive who will be a service top. What a service top is, is a service top is someone who is giving a service, but topping is being dominant in a scene or some kind of, let's say I'm in the bedroom and they're in a submissive mood. I will be a service top and dominate them. Okay. So we're going to use Madam A as our description yep. because she's easy for everyone to go in their mind. They yep. already had heard her mm-hmm. speak. So it, what you're describing is in the event that Madam A was feeling like, you know, getting, maybe having some impact play. Yes. Okay. In which case she would have her slave wield the floggers, which can you imagine that? Oh my God. <laughs> we can never imagine Beautiful. that. Uh-huh. But in that case, that's what you're describing. Yes. All right. So the switchy vibe says that the girl you're with at least has some dominance to her. Yes. Because two submissives together. It's like a battery. If you put the other side, if you put one that's a side. Good analogy. Yeah, it's like a battery. If you put if you put two positives in a slide, it's not going to work. You need a negative and a positive to make a connection. There's so many elements of kink. And one of the yes. things I really love about the kink community is the total acceptance, no matter who or what you are. Mm-hmm. And what is it like? Is I guess the male ego is really mm-hmm. where I'm going here. Yep. Because um, you're a dude. You're through and through, you're a dude. And as a regular guy mm-hmm. in a vanilla world, there's that feeling of competition that men have. Yes. it's been It's been quite hard because most vanilla females don't, appreciate yet a submissive male 
or they don't fully understand what it means to have the power as, as a female and given that opportunity. And so, you know, most guys, most dominant guys get most of the girls. So it's a challenge as a submissive male, knowing that I'm truly submissive. I don't want to be a part that I'm not. I don't want to pretend I'm dominant. Right. Just to get someone. And it's such an interesting dynamic because when I think about, like I had a long talk with Madame A about loving mm -hmm. female-led relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think there are a lot of power struggles that go on in relationships. Mm -hmm. um, maybe that's why the divorce rate is so high because there's not that establishment from the beginning. Okay, look, I'm going to be in charge because the ego's getting in the way, right? That's I'm true. gonna be in charge and you're gonna be the sub and you're like, okay, I'm gonna be the sub, which means I'm gonna do everything I can to make you happy. And between the two of us, we're gonna rock and roll. Yes. But what happens, I think with most people, most vanilla people anyway, is there is that undermining of, well, what makes him think he can tell me what to do or she can tell me what to do. And then you're off mm -hmm. and running on that dynamic. Yeah. But now sexually, you're saying that you get less sex because now you're pickier. I'm pickier, but also people need to understand that dames, female dominance, mm -hmm. are not necessarily looking for sex. Oh my As, God, wait, let's pause and hold there. Female dominance are not always looking for sex or, or even most of the time looking for sex. Exactly. I've had conversations with a lot of female submissives and I've had people say to me, so I would text one saying, oh, I'm doing service. And they would say, oh, freckles, you're in service, blinky face. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what does that mean? And they're like, oh, you're getting some action. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm cleaning, I'm, I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning an apartment right now. <laughs> I don't know what action. I mean, the dust buster is pretty actual. But then, for example, they would say, I have no idea that's what service is. All I've done is sexual service. Right. So as a male submissive, uh, there aren't many opportunities. Not that I'm truly looking for something truly but, sexual. But, let, but let's but, just pretend. Mm -hmm, let's say I was. Let's say I was looking for something truly sexual. That would be very hard to find because... Females don't think with their dicks. You know what? <laughs> I'm good with that. That is going to be the title of the show. Females don't think with their dicks. That's a great title. Because you're right. So, you know, so we're both on FetLife, as yes. you know. Mm -hmm. And I have pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of, of male submissives who want to serve me. And they all want to serve me by showing me their dicks. <laughs> uh -huh. Yes. Like, that's not, I kind of was hoping for somebody to clean. So. <laughs> exactly. Exa yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But are they dominant men pretending to be submissive? Is that, that really that what that is? That could be the case. Sometimes they're just really horny. But I just think, these are the two things. They're dominant trying to be submissive because they think it would help them get some easy pussy. Right. Or it would be, they don't truly know what's right and wrong. And so I like to educate. I wrote a journal on how to catch. It's called how to catch a dame slash submission. Design. I read it. I read it on Fat Life. I read your. I read your your Thank post you. on that. I thought it was great. Thank you so much. And one of the things, and that's why I wanted to bring it up because one of the things that you said was that service doesn't mean sex. Oh yeah, no. And 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 yet when I talk to people, I, I can't even tell you the number of people I talk to about this that they're like they're they're getting their jollies off. They're totally getting a sexual payoff for this. So you came over here today, which I appreciate, um, and. So if I need my house clean, you come over and you clean the house and do your thing and I don't have to have sex with you no. or, or touch your penis oh, or anything no, like no, that. No. You're just going to come clean. Yeah. And it makes you happy inside. Because you're happy. So that's what makes me happy. If only the world worked like this. If but only the world worked like this. I know. As a submissive male, if I was brand new, I would understand why, where the hell am I getting the payoff? But it truly comes from what I'm looking for and what my opportunity is at that time. You know, if the market was in need of submissives who needed 
who the dames who need a sexual partner, I would be okay with that. And I would be fine because that's the service I'm giving. So right now, currently, there's a lot of need for people who just give service and that's what they want. And that's what I'm here to provide. Okay. When you are playing sexually, yes. when that has happened, is that in the role of you serving the domain however she needs? Or is that in the role of them giving you what you need? I guess is my question. So I like to get what they need, at least first. Okay. You know, when I, if I have a vanilla girlfriend, I like saying, I, like, I want to make you come first. Right, okay. Because... That's what There's a, a wonderful book out called She Comes First, and I think every man should know that. I, I, th- I agree. And because if she's happy, well, again, if she's happy, I'm happy. So okay. even if, let's say we had sex, I didn't come. Mm-hmm. I would be totally fine because I know I'm doing you my made service. Her happy. I made her happy. And to me, that's the mental orgasm okay. that I need to be. Okay. You so, know, so. I don't need the physical orgasm as long as because I'm there's doing that. There's that mental payoff. There's a mental payoff, you know. Okay. You know, I like to say mental chemistry is so much more important than physical because our personalities stay the same, but our bodies change throughout the years. Mm-hmm. That's very, very true. Very interesting. I think you're right. I think that it's hard. As I try to remember what it was like when I was 22. And there's something to be said for girls as they as they matriculate out of their, their parents' home and go on mm-hmm. to college and whatever. Dad, if you will, has always been in charge. And I'm uh-huh. using the, the air quotes as I say that. So it seems very logical that women would pick men who also had yes. that same dad and vibe. What I've noticed um, throughout the years I've done this is that a lot of older females become dames, become dominant females mm-hmm. because they, they're they finally encouraged. Their own power. They do, you know, and I'm all about female empowerment. Right. You know, and because when you're younger, it's not looked upon as a it, female. It's not looked upon it as a good skill. Exactly. And it looks no one wants to be known as an outcast. No, no one wants, wants no, to be known no as a bitch. Ex- or yeah, exactly. That too. Right. You know, so it's it's they're going towards the most comfortable what they're used to. People are going to move to things that they're comfortable with and what they're naturally used to. For me, or I'm, what society tells them to. Or what society. To. I like giving the middle finger to society because I'm a submissive male. Mm-hmm. Come on now. That's not a common thing. Well, I, you know what? I think it's more common than people talk about. But I think owning the space of that is what's so uncommon. Yes. Because, you know, there's this, um, and I wrote an article years ago talking about women are better leaders than men because very often you couple gets married. Yep. And then the joke is if mama ain't happy. No one's happy. Right. So who's in charge? Mama. mama. So when, when people talk about how, you know, she's got his balls and she carries them around in her purse, who's in charge? She is. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to have the discussion. Nobody wants to have the dialogue and nobody wants to establish it. You know, because people have said to me for years and years, so Jason and I are pretty evenly matched, but people Mm -hmm. have said to me, you're the dominant one. And I've always been surprised at that because in the early years of our marriage, I quote unquote, let him be in charge because that's what you quote unquote do. Of course. And then as I stepped into my own beingness and went, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't really like the way this went down and, and, and change the game a little bit, if you will. Mm -hmm. But it's that, it's that language of I'm a submissive male. Yes. So you were, I know that you have an event tonight and I want to kind of go there for a second mm-hmm. because you have a submissive round table. Yes. Which is, now is it males and females or just, or just guys? If it was just guys, there'd be like two people there. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's okay. males and females. Okay. And basically what this is, I like saying it's like a book club. We don't okay. accept without the wine. Okay. So how it works is. You should is, have the wine. I agree. But okay. Sadly, no. Uh, but if, if a dominant showed up, we'd have wine. 
Is that what you guys do at your, at your Domino round table? I said, see how it is. You know is. what? That's interesting. There's no liquor there either in retrospect, but go ahead. So what mm-hmm. types of issues do submissives talk about? So, you know, as respect to the submissives, we're not going to name names. No, of course, but not, also, of course not. I'm just talking, give me oh, a 30,000 foot view of, okay. you know, some, so, do y'all so, bitch about my dominant? Oh yeah, well my dominant did this, mine did that. Can you believe that? Did you guys do that? No. <laughs> Actually, I chose the topic this month for the Submissive Roundtable. Okay. I chose, I the way I phrased it is I'm always curious because I know that sometimes dominant men and women have something that they like submissively. So, for example, if I was a dominant male, I would say I love pegging. Okay. You know, and that's the one thing that I need my submissive partner to do for me. Right. So, pegging for the sake of discussion gives the definition. So, pegging is... Is that getting fucked in the ass? My favorite thing to do. Okay. Um, All right, but you but you're not gay. I'm right? not gay. Okay, no, I'm Either not. Way, it's fine. So uh, <laughs> I am what is called heteroflexible. Okay. I feel heteroflexible only really exists in the BDSM community. Okay. It's where I will do bisexual things mm-hmm. to make a dominant happy. Oh, this opens up like a whole can of worms. Do you really see that open up? Okay. So you're saying oh, I will change my sexuality in order to please your dominant because yes. it gives them because you're doing providing service and that feeds something in you. Yes. So it makes me ask the question: Are you sure you're not bi and you're just using that as an excuse? I am. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll let you say what that. I am going to say I'm 99% straight and 1% bi. Okay. Because I can admit a guy looks handsome. Okay. Right. Exactly. But I have limitations. Like, for example, I will only give hand jobs or bow jobs to a guy. I won't okay. receive or give anally from my guy. Um, oh, but I will receive. As I for, look at that another way, I didn't know I liked girls for many years. So giving was not something I wanted to do. Like, if they want to do me, knock yourself out. But you're willing to give, just not receive. I won't give. I will uh, no giving or receiving anally okay. from a male. From a guy. But you, but you do like giving and yes. receiving. Or, sorry, you like receiving from a woman with a strap yes. on. Yes. I would rather receive... Anal from women than have physical vaginal sex. Than have physical vaginal sex. Fascinating. I agree. So I'm big on mental feelings. For right. me, it's a total mindfuck. Because then the everything everything switches around. She's got the she's oh, got the cock, sense. you know, and I'm yeah. like, holy shit. That and actually like, really does you know, make sense. Exactly. And God has a sense of humor, prostates on the guy's ass. So it feels good. And, and and there's so many nerve endings. There that, is. And it's, it's interesting because I, there are so many men who believe if a woman touches their ass, there means they're gay. And they like it. It means they're gay. Oh, heck no. Oh, my gosh. No, but, no, no. But, the, but the, mm-hmm. uh, the ass is full of so many nerve endings. Yeah. Male or female, right? So I can understand what you're saying, though. From a, You are really a true. Like when you said to me from the beginning, I am a true submissive. You're not kidding. No. So that, no, whole, no. that whole concept of. Because there is a level of male dominance when you're fucking a woman. Yes, you're in, you're on you're in control. You're in, you're on I, top of her. You're doing the thrusting. I can see why yeah. that would be less less appealing to you, mm-hmm. even as a straight man. Less appealing to you because you really get off on her being in charge. Yeah. Oh, I do. And it's been really hard for dating wise because. <laughs> It's been really hard. It's been really hard. Like, ladies, email me if you want to know him and you're in the age range. Like, I'm going to vet you. Sounds good. <laughs> um, but it's it's like because I know what I want. And that's why I became so much more pickier and vanilla style because, like, I'm a short. I'm five foot two. Yes. And I love being small because it puts me in that submissive mindset. I've dated someone who's six one. 
Okay. Um, so 5'10", you know, and you don't need to be taller than me to get me in a submissive mindset. But, but it certainly adds to the element, it, doesn't it? Does. It does. It's the total mindfuck of like towering so over. So you're like the reverse of Napoleon syndrome. Yes. Fascinating. And now you've seen some of the things that Madam A has done to her submissive. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked a little bit about that. She really likes to get the whip out. She oh. really likes to go to town on him. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you also enjoy? So, Is that something most so, submissives enjoy? I am still developing as a submissive what I like and what I dislike. Um, I am not a masochist. A masochist is someone who really en- likes pain. pain. They right. enjoy pain. He is um, such a masochist. I oh, my gosh. The things I've seen or do to him. He, he <laughs> is, he's the goal. You got everyone know he's the goal of what we strive to be. <laughs> but I went to cock and ball torture class. I was there, too. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. That's I, right. You were I there. I did. Um, and I was astonished by all the things that she did to him. And even more surprising to me was when I saw him the other day, he said, it wasn't that bad. It's. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I probably, I've probably seen her do a lot worse. Right, but I, even to the newbies, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, is he going to be able to have kids? It's like, yes. Jason was in tears watching what she did to him. Did and you so, offer to do it to him? He's like, hey, Jason you know. Was, you know what? It's funny because around here, if I say, Madam A, Jason goes red. <laughs> I mean, that's yes. the first thing. Oh, that's the first yes. thing he says. I'm like, would you like to see Madam No, I read. <laughs> Intimidation factor there. But. She's got it all day. But, and to know that she's she's not very much taller than you. No. She's a tiny little thing, 100 mm-hmm. pounds soaking wet. But she gets that whip out and red. Oh, okay. So she, she, she told me when her submissive, or her, sorry, her slave, her mm-hmm. slave, isn't out of it. She's like, okay, me, I'm going to play with you. Okay. And I'm like... Awesome, but in my head I'm like, shit, man. Like, how, I can't fill his shoes. I cannot. But she's like, I can be nice. I'm like, okay, you know. Like, and I, so when she played with you, was she nice? She haven't. We have not played yet. Okay. We have not played yet. We're gonna need a. We're gonna need a recap on that. You'll have yes. to let me know how that goes. Yes, I, I will. If I'm in, if I'm intact. Because, that, if you're intact, I, yes. I, I, she could be nice. <laughs> I've never seen her be nice like that. When she when she mentioned me on uh, her biogas with you, and mm-hmm. I was serving her breakfast and all that jazz. That was you. That was oh yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. That, I, that, I did not know that, that was you. That was me. Ah, excellent. Um, so, for those of you who listen to that podcast, what he's referring to is the submissive who came over, drove over there, brought her breakfast. I think you might have tidied up or something, given her a massage, and left without expectation of yeah. anything. Oh, that yeah. Was that, that was me. Mm-hmm. The one and only. Um, so you gave her a massage, and you did not expect her to touch her penis. Oh, no. Oh, no. So if no. you could see his face right now, the look of it, can you imagine? No, God, no, I would never do that. No. It's, it's fascinating because... Most people don't think like you. No, because they think with their dick and I think with my head. And what I mean by that is a submissive needs to understand that, you know, they're not in charge. It's a missive. It could be. It's a headspace for people. But you really need to let go and know that you're not going to get hurt. And it's trusting. It's trusting. If you don't get your way, it's okay. You know. Wow. If you don't get your way, it's okay. And do you know how many people would object to that? Oh, a lot of people, but... So why is it okay if you don't get your way? Because you build in other ways. You know, you might, like... Like, I would love to be pegged every single day I do service. Oh, that would be a dream come true. Right. But, you know, in my, I don't verbally say that. Right. Because that would be disrespectful. That's me putting my wants before theirs. Okay, so... And, but what I mean by um, not getting our way is I'm getting stuff out of it that wasn't expected. You know, the opportunity. Uh, the opportunity. And, you know, I do. I like networking. So, you know, you got to think of other 
positive avenues that you can get from something. And this is not just in BSM, but in life. Okay. You know, it takes a certain skill to really find the positive in doing stuff like this. And for me, I, w- I used to be a very low esteem person. Okay, that's where I wanted to go. I'm so glad you said that because you said something that I want to address. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. But you used to have a low self-esteem. A low self-esteem. Um, you know, it was around my height. And so I was always around taller females in high school Mm -hmm. and middle school. And they called you cute or something. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, no, 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 no. I would try. I would I would go on like I would talk to them, say, I love your personality. You're just too short. (laughs) And for me, I'm like, shit, man. You can't even fix that. I can't fix it. If I was fat, I would lose weight. Right. But it's like I can't wear high heels or else I would fall. So. Um, but you know, there's nothing I could do. And so I, I went to therapy for like five years, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to find myself. And the first event I went to in this lifestyle. No, I'm sorry to interrupt you because what I'm hearing you, and let me just make sure I heard you is allowing your submissive side to come forward. Yes. Allowed you to embrace your height. Allowed me to embrace my height. And it made me such a more confident person, you know, in my work at at what I do in my daily life, you know, being a leader. And being a leader is not, it doesn't need to be a dominant person. You know, I'm a leader in the submissive, I'm the leader in the community by for submissive males. I try to be. Right. Um, because I want to help people. And. No, submission is service. All, or sorry, sorry, not submission. Leadership is service. It's service. 100%. Yes, exa- exactly. And it can go both ways, dominant or submissive. Right. But, but leadership um, is service. Once I first went to my first event, I was like, holy shit. This is what I want to do. You found home. I found home. And Madam A was the first person. She was like, oh, I like shorter men. And I was like, how many times have I heard that in my life? Maybe once. So you count on one finger, right? One <laughs> finger, one time. And and I was like, holy cow, it's, I can fit in. Right. You know, because everyone just wants to fit in. They want to feel appreciated. Everyone wants to belong. I belong. And for me, this lifestyle is where I belong. And uh, I, you said putting, and, and I just want to go back a second. So mm-hmm. you feel like, because... Uh, if you've studied any of my other work, and mm-hmm. it's okay if you haven't, in which case we'll talk about it after the show. No, I'm kidding. Um, not really. But um, I used to do a, a show. I used to do a Facebook live show. Mm-hmm. And I, I signed off of every show uh, today, tomorrow, and every single day. You know that I love you, but you have to love you first. And that's always, always, always an inside job. Mm-hmm. And I meant that from a very deep core place of self-love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I've learned as in my own journey of, of sexuality and self-love and in figuring out what I like is the awareness that I have to please me first. Mm-hmm. And, but you said putting your wants before theirs. So is it that you're pleasing you first by putting their needs first? Or is it that you are n- denying your own needs by putting it first? In, so I'm going to say it's 50-50. Okay. So my service needs are filled because I serve them. My sexual needs not so much. Okay. And so, you know, I am. At 22 years old, you should be wanting to fuck the doorknobs and the wall and the pie and, yeah. I agree to disagree. But, okay. <laughs> but um, you know, so that sexual part is harder to find. Okay. And, you know, I. would rather wait for a dominant woman with whom you connected. Connected with. Because I don't want to ruin the relationship that I have with all these wonderful women that I serve. Okay. And so. Because that's just not what, we ne- it's not what we negotiated. I'm a mono time of person. You know, my goal is to find someone, mm-hmm. someone who's not above 60, hopefully. But, um, but. <laughs> yeah, I guess that does make it extra hard. It hurts because a lot of dominant females, they like, I, I want to say men. They're older. Around they're their older. age. And they, I get this assumption that I'm immature because of my age. Well, and, you're younger than my son. And so 
not that you and I had had had, had this dialogue, but I'm just using it as an example. Yeah. If we were having a dialogue about that, one of the things that would bother me is that you're younger than my son. That's what would bother me because because right. they say, you know, my my child's older than you. And it's like, okay, I, I get that I like a mommy now and then, but right, but, but not. But not as a whole in terms of a, of a dialogue and a relationship long term. Yes. Right? Yeah. That that would be the thing that I think would be the hardest. Like, I don't understand. I know there's the daddy little girl game and it's their game and I'm in. Right. And yeah. there's always that. And maybe it's because it's more accepted that there's the dirty old men and, you know, 20 something year old women. Yes. I see that more mm-hmm. frequently. Yes. But for me as a woman, like it would bother me that you're that much younger I would want to find somebody your age for you. Like that would be the instinct uh-huh. of me would be a little matchmaker. Let me find you a 23-year-old who wants to be in charge. 23-year-olds who are listening. Good luck. Good luck. But, you know, we have thousands of listeners. Somebody that's, could be listening. That's true. Right. And you're adorable. Very and you're true. adorable. Thank you so much. Message <laughs> me and I'll send you a picture. <laughs> All right. So what would you say to somebody, to a, to a guy who's listening, who wants to be submissive mm-hmm. and doesn't know how to go forward? What would you say? Go to events, go to, like I say, munches, mm-hmm. um, because there's no playing involved. I could understand how it could be a little, a little intimidating when people are playing around you and you're not fully. And you're you not know, sure which way you're you, not yeah. sure which way you look like, which way you lean, which mm-hmm. is totally fine. Um, what I like to do is. Like, I like to reach out to people I've met someone at a munch. I like to say, hey, man, I am here for you. If you mm-hmm. need any, if you need to vet someone, mm-hmm. if you need. That's one of the Resources. things I really loved about the community is the is the willingness to hey this guy messaged me does anybody know him and the femdom collective dives right in and oh yeah you know and messages mm-hmm. go out and and everybody runs him through through a gauntlet to see if he if it's, he's it's it, I don't want to say it's like a job interview but it's like a job interview you as know it, like as it should be as it should be right you know mm-hmm. okay so if somebody so if there's a guy who isn't in our area though and he wants to get involved to get mm-hmm. on that life and to really get involved in their community and you know if you you can, if you want to put my fat. Username out there. That's, that's totally to fine. That's up to you. If that's okay mm-hmm. with you, we could put it all. We'll put it in the in the show notes. And that that's way, totally fine by all right, me. All right. So put it in the show notes, and that way, if they want to reach out to you on Fat Life, they certainly can and say, yeah. "Hey, I think I want to be a submissive, or a woman who who thinks she wants to be submissive, or yeah, or a woman who wants to be dominant." Because yes. I got to tell you, I was always a I, I, what did you tell this kid? I talk too much. I'm too bossy. I'm aggressive. I'm assertive. All the all the makings of a dominant, <laughs> right? But and what you do as a woman, I think, is, is shrink yourself to fit into society's mold of who you should yeah. be. And then you evolve into who you are. Mm-hmm. And then conflict arises in a lot of relationships because of it. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so what you're encouraging is women younger to accept who they are. Yes. Uh, I agree. And you know what? I mean, do your homework, too, because there is what is called findom. Mm-hmm. Have you heard it? Yeah, I, I have heard of Findom, but I want you to tell them. Okay. Oh, it is. is. Findom is my red in my submission. So what Findom is, is someone who, Findom stands for financially dominant. Mm-hmm. And this is usually people who ask for money. Mm-hmm. And they are men who have that kink where that's their service is mm-hmm. giving money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just a wee college student. I don't have that kind of funds. Mm-hmm. And so... A lot of younger dominants that I've noticed on FetLife mm-hmm. are Findoms. And they do not go, they they promote their cam show or they promote, you know, this is my Amazon wish list. Oh, right. God, I hate those. Um, but um, they don't put the effort into really going out in the community and finding what it truly is. And that's what I was about to say because Findom came across my desk when um, I was at a, what was I at? I think I was at Whip's class. Mm-hmm. And how to how to how to use the bullwhip, 
And the discussion came up about where if guys say, lead with their kink and they and they send you crazy emails and stuff, then that's when you well, that's when quote unquote it's appropriate to say, look, let's find out if you're serious. Send me an Amazon gift card, okay? And it was suggested by a mutual friend of ours, which is interesting. Not Madame A, by the way, because she's the one we talked about, but it is a mutual friend of ours. Mm. And um, but when that conversation came up, I thought, hold on a second. So then I started doing research because now I'm fascinated, right? I love people. Yes. And I and I looked up Findom, and ironically. Somebody came, um, there's a, there's a group I belong to on, on Facebook where a woman came up and said, does anybody know a Findom? I have someone who wants one. There is a real kink associated with that. And it, it was this, I read an article that, and if I can find the link, I'll link it in the, in mm-hmm. the show notes where this guy was talking about, he said, I just, I couldn't stop. He said, it was like a drug wanting to give this woman who was on the other, just whatever it fed in him, kind of like, it looks like mm-hmm. service feeds in you. Yes. Also. I think but, it is, but service doesn't feed in him the way Finn feeds him. I agree. I do think it's appropriate to say that females' dominance should not also lead with their kinks. Okay. Because in this kind of Finn relationship, a lot of them are like, don't even message me unless you're serious about sending me something. Okay. And that's forcing their kink onto, I want to say, real submissives. Is that forcing their kink? Or it's a great point you make, but is it, is it forcing their kink or is it setting a boundary? Don't message me unless this is how you want to play. Well, don't contact me in general. So, you know, so for me, that's like, I'm not going to interact with this person, even though they look awesome, you know, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I don't fit the bill that they want. And so is that just them setting a boundary? That's a good question. And and it's it's all a question. Oh, I agree. So because mm -hmm. it's like some of the, okay, so like there have been so many sub quote unquote submissives. Who've messaged me? Who've been like, I want to do this to you, and I want to serve you this way, and I want you to do this to me, and I'm like, uh, that kind of wasn't on my agenda. Like this, this, this guy who had been talking to me, who I messaged him, and I said, because we were chatting, and I said, Have you read any of the books on submission? And he said, No. And then he said, and this is why I stopped talking to him completely, is he said, um, I don't think I need to, given that I've served before, and I was done with the conversation. Because, at, and, and he's messaged me since then. Hey, how are you? And I refuse to respond now. Because mm-hmm. if you don't care enough about what's important to me, and this is, I think, in a relationship, in sex, mm-hmm. anything, if you don't care enough about what's important to me in our dynamic going mm-hmm. forward, and you're not willing to learn or be teachable, then you're not my people. If I was him, mm-hmm. and you asked me that question, mm-hmm. I would say, no, ma'am, I have not read current books, but I'm always open to learn new things Bingo. to serve you better. You know, and like, it's it's just so easy. It's just, you know, the way you say things mm-hmm. and it can. But it he can, told me he wasn't interested and I thought, then we're done. Yeah. You know, he's like, I don't, he's, he's saying that he does not want to spend the time and effort to please you the way to you want to be pleased. Okay. Exactly. So at the end of the day, submission, male or female comes to this. The, and you tell me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. the willingness to do what is necessary to please the person you're with within your own boundaries. Yes, I agree. But also to have some standards, you know, there could be some really bad doms, male and female, who mm-hmm. you're, let's say you're really just looking for a dom, but you could feel everything that they need to be filled, but they don't fill it for you. Then you're not happy. Mm-hmm. So that is the one thing about Madame and her slave is that. They clearly is masochistic, I guess, if that's a word, as he is. He didn't start that way. I want you to know this. I talked to him. Oh, I okay. love him. I love him to death. But I, he, awesome. did, he didn't start that way. You know, he, he told me I, last week after talking, we were mm-hmm. at an event. 
And he was like, you know, I didn't start that way, but the pain gives me this this mental feeling that I, that and he now needs, which you know? is the same that you need in the yeah. service industry. In service, you know, and like when I had a scene with Mrs. H, she's a mm-hmm. part of the collective, mm-hmm. and I was probably at a level two mm-hmm. about a year ago, mm-hmm. and what got me, I'm now at like a level six and seven. Mm-hmm. Which is for me, it's a huge jump. That's a huge jump, no matter who you are. Yes, no matter, yes, exactly. And you know, I like to say I'm a fetish mirror. A fetish what? A fetish mirror. Mirror like a yes. mirror I'm looking in. Mm-hmm. Okay. What fetish I mean mirror. by that is, if a dominant has something they like, ninety nine percent of the time I will like it as well. So it begs the question: Do you know what you like? It's like it's like that TV show mm-hmm. in the movie years ago, um, Runaway Bride. How do you like your eggs? Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that movie? Nope. Okay, so the premise of it was that she had been she dated a lot of men and she'd almost gotten married several times, and every time she dated a new man, depending on how he liked her eggs, his, his eggs, how she liked her eggs. Mm-hmm. And so it's kinda of, and so it begs the question, did you know how you like your eggs? It's a good question. For me, it's like I'm still exploring. Right. So if they like something I've never tried before, you're in. I'm in, man. I am in until it gets ugly. Well, not necessarily <laughs> that far. But so if you were the dominant who really preferred you be a service top all the time, how would that be go over? To her or to someone else? To her. We would have to negotiate. We would, you know, we would, I would say, I could do this for you, of course, mm-hmm. but I need something. Need I need some, well. something filled too, you know? Okay. Uh, not just my asshole, but right. <laughs> other things. But, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was the great. Uh, too, not my ass, not just my ass. That's my ass. But, you know. So you're saying that the, the dialogue of, of that connection has to be really yeah. strong. You know, like what I get from the collective, I'm able to learn new skills. Mm-hmm. I, you know, they're great at networking. Mm-hmm. You know, networking's half the battle in the lifestyle. I, I've noticed that. I've, mm-hmm. I've and I've what I love about the kink community is something because I was a lifestyle. I was a swing and swinging lifestyle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that I really, really embrace about the kink community is that the things that they do that are not sexually related. I mean, I'm all about the sex. I do a sex podcast. I love talking about sex. I think sex is great. But I also know that to create strong bonded relationships, mm-hmm. sex can't be the only thing on the table. No. And, and that's, and, you know, bad relationships. Usually well, my view of it is like when people are in a relationship and they say, oh, but the sex is really good, mm-hmm. you know? And like, that's not, that's going to shatter eventually yeah, because you need something it, else. You do need more than just sex to hold the relationship yes. together for sure. All right. All right. Well, so is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here today? If they want to get in touch with you, um, mm-hmm. I will, I will put in your FetLife name so they can contact you on FetLife. Mm-hmm. And then if they want to contact you on a personal level uh, to make it easy, um, they can message us through the, through the show and I will forward the messages to you. Sounds, sounds great. All right. So men or women, if you have questions about, you know, how to be a great submissive, we can contact Freckles. Or if you're a hot 20 something dominant <laughs> and you don't mind that he's five foot two and you like that message through it as well look at that it's a dating site it's, it's networking look at this i know right? all right as we get out of here today i'm gonna go back to my original roots of how i signed off but i want to thank you for coming on the show i appreciate it so if there's anything that we can do to help facilitate your little journey here we've put out the word that we're looking for a really sexy 20 something dominant girl appreciate who's got it. her act together yeah i appreciate who it won't mind pegging you <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> down. All right, today, tomorrow, and every single day, my friends, you know that I love you. But as we get out of here as the wild orchids, you have to love you first. And that's always, always, always an inside job.